When was the last time you made a vision board? When was the last time you really thought about the future, your goals? And the bigger question, is God part of that vision? This is something I have to work on every single day. Is my vision for my life the same as God's vision for my life? How do I know? How do I make it happen? And if that's the vision, then why the heck am I stuck right here right now? Y'all, today I'm hitting all these questions and more. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, Christian mentor and life coach. For the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all. The past little while, I think I've heard, read, seen, said, you know how that happens, right? There's something on your mind or something God has dropped in your spirit. And then all of a sudden it's like everywhere. Like you thought this was a private moment for you, but then a podcast you listen to is talking about it. The sermon at church is talking about it. Your friend on Facebook posts a quote about it. Your morning devotional time just happens to be that same verse and idea. You get it, right? Well, let me break that piece down to you for a second before I jump into the rest of the episode. One of the best things I learned back as a young adult with one of the best teachers ever, Pastor Tim Ross. If you don't know him, check him out. Embassy City Church in Irving, Texas. I actually still tune into his teachings every single week. When someone speaks so much into your life as a young adult, that frequency of his voice and how God used him in that season of my life, that frequency I'm just like tuned into and I just don't let it go. Anyway, he said back then, God speaks, people confirm. And that right there has been a truth that I am so glad I learned. God speaks, people confirm. Like for real, God speaks and he speaks to you. He does. And if you're wondering how, you literally can go ahead and play like podcast roulette with this show. Pick almost any episode and I'll share with you how he speaks to me, which will then guide you in listening to him in your own life. But it's that people confirm part. It's so true as long as we can get it, as long as we can recognize it. Okay, I got to get straight into today's topic. Otherwise, I'm just going to end up on an entire message about confirmation. But stay tuned because that one is probably coming too. Well, for the past while, I've been hearing, seeing, reading, and speaking about being called, being qualified, being equipped, and all of that. You too? Seriously, if you're over there like Kayla, me too, then just know you are in the right place. This, again, is confirmation for you. Y'all, Kayla Fit might come out a little bit here in today's episode because there's a piece I am super passionate about. Funny story real quick. A couple years ago, I walked into the chiropractor's office and the young lady checking me in said, oh, you're Kayla who teaches spin at the well-known local spin studio. So I, of course, said yes. That was a huge passion of mine for a season and maybe one day I'll return. But she then said, oh my goodness, your voice is so different. I'm so used to you being up on the podium like yelling encouragement and pushing me to go harder and telling me not to stop. So if that Kayla comes out a little in this episode, well, you're gonna have to just deal with it. But no, she comes from a place with a good heart and wanting the best for you. So let's 
go. I've got three steps that I know I've used in my own life when it comes to vision in many situations, whether with sports or with education or business goals. So here we go. Step number one, hear the vision. Hear the vision. This has to be step one. Before anything else, you have to hear the vision. Now, our hope and our prayer and our goal as believers is that we hear the vision from God. That's the key here. But I also want to really say that the vision first hits our thoughts, right? It comes into our minds somehow. Maybe someone else said it. Maybe someone else suggested it. Maybe someone else put you in a position. But first, you have to hear the vision. In this past year, almost everything that has come from me in regards to serving women and building up a ministry and business to mentor Christian women and teach them to grow in their relationship with God, teach them the steps to journaling in time with God, to get them a consistent lifestyle with God, every program, every idea, every podcast episode, they all started with me hearing what to do, hearing the vision. When I was young, the television... (laughs) The TV, it actually helped me to hear the vision sometimes. Look, I'm not here today to say that you have to hear from God and that you have to hear his voice or it doesn't count. I just can't 100% jump on board with that because I believe God uses people. God uses things. God uses his word, but he also uses the life that we're living. There are some people in life who may never open a Bible, but if they come across me, I hope that God uses me in whatever way he decides to speak a vision to them. And just speaking from my own experience, I wasn't saved at a really young age. I didn't really understand my relationship with God truly until I was in my 20s, more so my late 20s, let alone understand hearing his voice. So I believe he speaks even when we don't understand that it's him. And I believe he uses influences in our lives to speak to us too. Early in the 90s, watching the Phoenix Suns play on TV, a vision formed for me. That was it. I was gonna do that. I was going to be that. I heard it so clearly. The announcer at the beginning of the game introducing the starting lineup. I could hear my name. Is that silly? Is that not God? Is that the right vision for me? Is that worth it? Well, I'm going to say this right now, and I'm probably going to say this a bunch more throughout this episode. That's not for you to decide. Mind your business. Look, No matter what stage of life you're in, or whether you're speaking about your career, your calling, which by the way can be the same thing, just FYI, or whatever else it is, once you've heard the vision, you know you've heard the vision. So what's next? Step two, repeat the vision. Here, I'll give you the verse. Habakkuk chapter two, verse two. Then the Lord said to me, write my answer plainly on tablets so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. Oh, that's not exactly what you were thinking. Okay, here's the New King James version of that scripture. Then the Lord answered me and he said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. Better? We know that, right? We quote that scripture all the time. Write the vision and make it plain. By writing it down, we are repeating it. By writing it down, we won't forget. By writing it down, we're making a physical statement others can see. And by writing it down, we're putting ourselves on notice that this is, in fact, the vision. How many of y'all have vision boards or have made them in the past? There are actually scientifically proven strategies about mindsets and achieving goals in conjunction with vision boards. Write the vision. Make it plain. 
Cut out images if you'd like. Look at them every day. Post them on your mirror, on your fridge. So if you're over there thinking about the time you made a vision board and put on there that dress you wanted to fit into, that finance goal, that dream house, that husband, that business, I'm totally here for it. But I want to encourage you. I want to challenge you. Can you see God on your vision board? Does his vision board for you look like your vision board for you? Now, that seems like it should be a clear yes or no question grammatically, but when we really get into it, whose vision is all over that board? Is it the world's vision? Is it what society and culture have told you would be great goals so that you can live a great life here on earth, so that you move up on the societal ladder, so that you are viewed as successful in the eyes of the world? And let me be clear, you're not alone in that. Like, I've been to vision board parties and cut out some incredible pictures from magazines of what I was dreaming my life would look like. But for some reason, I often left those parties feeling like I forgot something. Feeling like my vision board just wasn't complete. So then, after a while, I thought, hmm, have I included God in this vision? This vision board? So I took it a step further. For every image on my vision board, I found a scripture to write over top of the image to confirm, to verify, to validate, to put God's stamp of approval over top of it, and to pray and believe and repeat the vision that way. Now, let me take a moment to say this. This story right here is a perfect example of growth and maturity in a relationship with God. And honestly, I am proud of myself that I can now recognize it as that and appreciate where I was in each phase of the growth, each stage of life and where I am now. See, here's what happened. Googling and finding and writing scripture over the images I had put on my vision board in that season was a big step for me. It was totally including God in everything I saw for my future and dreamed of. It was looking to his word to validate and verify what I... Well, kind of what I wanted. But I also knew the importance and the truth of having God, not just part of, but over every part of my life and future. Here's what I know now. As I've grown and as I've gone through many seasons with the Lord and come to the place I am with him now, totally understanding there will always be more growth from here. But where I am right now, there will be no vision board party without hearing from him first, without his word first. First, there will be no image of a dream house in California if God has not yet shown me California. But there will be an image of teaching and guiding people to learn and grow with Him. There will be an image of this podcast growing. There will be an image of marriage. There will be an image of children. See, the real truth is that as I've continued to grow, I've begun realizing that my vision should not even be a thing without His vision first. Because remember, first we hear the vision. Then we repeat the vision. So maybe the real question is this, whose vision have I been repeating? Whose vision have you been repeating? Whoa. Have you been repeating a vision that you want and asking God to co-sign it? Are you making moves ahead of him and then getting online to Google scriptures that might say the right word to help you make that point and that vision true? Y'all, I've been there. And as much as I'm aware of this, like I probably did that recently if I really think about it. These are serious questions I have had to ask myself in the past and still ask myself now. This isn't like a one time and you've got it all figured out. This is a daily reminder. 
a daily reminder, even as I write my daily to-do list. I've had to shift the whole, here's my to-do list, God. I'm here to pray over it with you. Will you bless it? I'm doing this all for your glory. I've had to shift that statement and that mindset and that prayer to, God, let's make this to-do list for the week together. I'm surrendering control to you before I even pick up my pen on this one. What should we put on it? What do you have for me to do? What assignments and opportunities do you have for me this week? And just one more quick point before I move on. You can also repeat the vision by speaking. And like you should repeat the vision by speaking. I'm not just talking about in your head. In fact, I'm actually not talking about in your head. I'm talking about speaking the vision. Repeat the vision out loud. Those daily affirmations, those daily scriptures, daily truths, looking in the mirror and speaking truth and life into your day, your family, yourself. Do you have a friend, a true friend, a true believer who you can be open and honest with? Everything. Share the big things. Pray together and hold each other accountable. Do you have that? It's important. And it's important to speak the vision out loud to someone else. Now, I'm not saying to a whole group, but to one, to two. Speak the vision. So don't forget that. Repeat the vision. And finally, number three, train for the vision. This right here is actually what inspired this entire episode. Train for the vision. See, what we often want to see or do is put these images on a board and then like manifest them. Just put it into the universe. Um... (laughs) As I started to look up the definition of manifest to share it here because I often feel like it's a word that's like morphed into other meanings to meet the needs of culture and society and all the things. But then one of the first Google replies was the 24 definitions of manifest and I I just couldn't go there. So we're just going to go right back to the point. Train for the vision. When God gives a vision, there's work associated with it. There are challenges and probably trials and plenty of opportunities for growth along the way associated with that vision. Can you recognize these opportunities as training ground? Or are you actually annoyed and frustrated and feeling like you're never going to get there? Or feeling like the vision is for years down the road, so you'll just wait for it to happen? That one right there. I was coaching and mentoring a woman this past week, and she courageously and boldly shared with me a vision she's had. A vision she believes is from God. A vision she believes she has heard clearly from Him. She said she sees it happening, not right now, but years down the road, she sees it happening. First, I lit up. I celebrated this vision she has had and believes is from God. Who am I to say anything otherwise? Then the coaching started to flow. And honestly, y'all, this is what I absolutely love the most about being a Christian mentor and life coach. My prayer at the beginning of every call, which as I think about it, this should actually be my prayer at the beginning of every day. Let me actually accept that challenge right now for myself moving forward. But my prayer is that God will speak. That God will use me, that God will speak through me exactly what the woman on the other end needs to hear. And in that moment, training ground is what was coming out. When you've heard the vision, when you've repeated the vision, you still need to train for the vision. Best way for me to understand and explain this, which is how I shared with the woman I mentor, is clearly through sports. Y'all remember earlier I said I had a vision clearly through the TV when I was younger. I saw the Phoenix Suns play and I was headed for the NBA myself. As a young girl with no representation of women's professional basketball yet that I could see, I was headed for the NBA. I repeated that vision day in and day out. Now, 
It was very obvious that there were plenty of years ahead of me before that was possible. I mean, there was an age requirement to play in the NBA at the time. So having that vision, repeating that vision, do you think I just sat around and expected that when I turned 18, when I turned 19, when I graduated from college, that I would just automatically see the vision come to life? That sounds so silly, right? Yet I think we often do that when God gives us a vision. I've spent this week since that conversation and coaching the woman I mentor about training. I've spent the week thinking about opportunities, about visions, about where God has strategically placed me and where I believe he's taking me. Am I training for the vision? Seriously, am I training for the vision? Again, I want to challenge you because this is where I've experienced the most growth in my life. When I hear something, for example, this podcast episode, you're listening to it right now, or when I read something in God's word, I really ask the Holy Spirit to help me examine myself and then get to digging in and taking action. It takes work. It really, really does. Can you recognize where you are right now as training ground for that vision? Sometimes it may seem like it doesn't make sense, like it doesn't relate, like it's not worth it, maybe even like it's a waste of time. But let me tell you, God does not waste opportunities. God doesn't waste moments. He has a plan. That plan is always in motion and you are part of that plan. Oh my goodness. Remember Karate Kid? Please say yes. (laughs) And then please tell me you've totally binge watched Cobra Kai on Netflix. Anyway, here's my point. Danielson, paint the fence. Danielson, sand the floor. Do I need to keep going? Wax on, wax off. All training. It may not have looked like training for the vision, but it was, and it was effective, right? What is your paint the fence right now? What is your sand the floor right now? What is your wax on, wax off right now? The vision is to own multiple businesses. Well, you know what? The way you bag those groceries can train you how to stack and manage people in an organization so that they don't squish each other. Seriously, nothing worse than that. 90% of the time, I offer to bag my own groceries for this exact reason. Those math questions of A and B and X and all the stuff in school that we always say we'll never use again in real life. But now you can calculate real estate and price per square foot and compare numbers in your head faster than anyone else. All training ground. The vision to speak and teach on stages in front of thousands, that small group you lead, that opportunity to speak in front of 150 women, years teaching spin classes, getting comfortable on a microphone, motivating others, that podcast you record alone in your closet by yourself, even the injuries and the letdowns and the times you felt like quitting, giving you a testimony of triumph, all training ground. Can you recognize it all as training? Can you actually say, huh, God, I get it now. Paint the fence, sand the floor, wax on, wax off. I get it now. And I have one final question for you. Can you stick with the training and continue training even when it might seem monotonous? But God, I already did that. I've done that 10 times. I've done that a thousand times. I got it. Look, training brings a level of confidence into our lives that we can't really get in any other way. One of the best athletes ever said this, the confidence comes from preparation. So when the game is on the line, I'm not asking myself to do something that I haven't done thousands of times before. So in those moments, if it looks like I'm ice cold or not nervous, it's because I've done it thousands of times before. So what's one more time? You know who said that? Kobe Bryant. Training, 
over and over and over, often the same moves over and over and over, training for the vision. Oh, and even when it seems the vision is a reality, the training never stops. There are always opportunities for growth. Don't forget that. Let me share something with you really quickly. When I was in seventh grade, um, 1994, in case you wondered, back in a town of about 18,000 people in Saskatchewan, Canada, I had to complete an assignment. It was the, what do you want to be when you grow up? And what are three things you will do to get there? That kind of assignment. Well, I cut out a picture of Charles Barkley playing for the Phoenix Suns, stretching before a game at America West Arena in Phoenix. And then I wrote my list of three things, practice, practice, practice. And honestly, I don't even remember what the other two were. But I saw the vision and I wrote the vision plainly. (laughs) What happened? The teacher returned the assignment to me and told me that that was not a realistic goal, not a realistic vision, and that I should redo the assignment. Y'all, true story. Have I ever told y'all what an incredible family I have? My mom and dad weren't having that. My mom made a phone call. She may have even went and talked to the teacher face to face. I don't remember what happened in that class, but what I do know is that my parents kept that piece of paper. I actually have it to this day. And when I had the opportunity to play high school basketball in Arizona and play in the state championship game on the floor at America West Arena... Oh, my mom wanted to make another call. (laughs) Then to go on and play college ball, winning a national championship, and then to go directly into a career with the National Basketball Association. Y'all, the vision was plain and the training ground wasn't easy. But I heard the vision, I repeated the vision, and I trained for the vision. Oh man, I can't even believe I didn't talk about Moses today and him repeating God's vision. Oh, such a good time. Go back and read the book of Exodus. But anyway, what is it for you? Truly, what is the vision? This week, how about you sit with God? Or my favorite, go for a walk with Him. Have that chat. Ask Him what the vision is. Surrender your vision board to Him. You may be surprised what stays and what goes, but never forget He has a vision for your life. And He's not keeping it a secret. Listen for Him to speak it to you. Then repeat the vision over and over. And then look around. And know and recognize you've already been training for it. Thank you for joining me this week. Did you know that enrollment to the Bible Time Accelerator program is always open? You can sign up for my latest free masterclass at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com or head straight to the details to enroll. And let me just say, you may have been hearing about my newest 30-day program, Bible Journaling Bootcamp. This is an incredible program to get your relationship with God to another level by journaling through your time with Him. Women's lives are being transformed in these 30 days. You can enroll today or jump on the wait list for the next round. This program fills up fast, so come on in. I would love to serve you. Let's keep in touch. Find me over on Instagram at Kayla Praise. I'll see you next time. Thank you.